Well, I will say this. Chris never takes an opportunity for two things, uh, to take a shot at Scott right. and also to play or make a Scarface reference, and he was able to do both in the same bit. I like it. Did you so, got their stuff, man? Uh, I don't know. Do you? You're the one that was just there. Did you got their stuff? Man. By the um, way, that is such a terror. Not you. I'm saying the, I mean, that one too. But uh, the, 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 Al Pacino is a thespian. But that is a, he does such a terrible Cuban accent. Well, you, you know what? Most of us thought it was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. not true. Yeah. <laughs> Most people who don't know anything about Cuban <laughs> right. people thought right. it was awesome. Right. That right. was there me. You go. Yeah. yeah, that there was you me. Go. That yeah. was me. Fair enough. Well, I'm happy to be back, gentlemen. I'm very, very jealous of what I heard last week. One, that Ramona could break up SLK, which is kind of where we left off before I hit a vacation week. And two, the whole thing that happened with the guitar player from Extreme, incredibly jealous, loved it, listened to it all, but very, very jealous. You totally should have been jealous of Travis and Sliwa. What did they do? They, they contributed to, the, to the, the Open. You didn't hear Slee talking about getting all over his face or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he yeah, made it that. an innuendo joke. You got it's all in the details, Kaplan. This yeah. is this is why we love you. You're not I about was, the details. No, I was caught up in the boat and and maybe being capsized and right. and uh, not coming back. I got caught up in all of that. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I I would see why that would shake you for sure. Yeah, for, uh, tell me about it. Speaking of being shaken, mm-hmm. so I saw a tweet this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Just one. Well, no, no, a specific tweet. Oh, I thought uh, the service was down or something. No, 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 no. Just a specific tweet. It was from Laura, okay? Laura. Mm, and I she like tweeted, where this is going. She tweeted a picture. I was like, what I do? Of a half-eaten Dodger dog and what uh. looks like some sort of Cheetos, I yep, believe, in the this, background. saw this, Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she wrote, I didn't finish it, but my people did finish it. Right. How yes. many? How many people? It was two. Well, it was four of us in total. Janice did finish the entire dog, her dog, and then my friends finished the rest of mine. Yeah. Oh, so you ate some of your dog? Well, you- okay, I did because everyone was giving me heat, to not say another word, mm-hmm. for only taking two bites, right? Brion right. is being one of them. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Janice bought me a Dodger dog because she said it's a staple. I'm going. I haven't been in a Dodger game since 2019. You're having one with me. And we're videotaping it. I was like, oh, God, here we go. So that's what we did, and I was like, for everyone giving me heat of only taking two bites, I'm going to take more than two. So I took three and a half. But if it was so bad, why would you take more than just even one bite? Because, one, content, hello, (laughs) and someone bought it for me. I didn't pay for it. Okay. It wasn't, okay, well, I will admit, too, this one was Mm -hmm. the grilled one. So it, this one was better than the steamed one, but it wasn't good enough for me to A, pay for it, two, to have it again. So you guys will not see me eat a Dodger dog again. And three, I didn't finish it. And Janice, who is one of our marketing people, she is one of our social media people, she finished her dog. What Did she have any complaints about said Dodger dog? Nah, she said it's just a hot dog. She's like, it Thank is what you. It is. Good girl. There it is. But she's Pretty also a Yankee Janice. fan, so, you know. Yeah, she so, but really she's really grown up here. <laughs> she was very Yankee gear to something, like, yeah. something clearly went wrong, George. She became a Yankee friend yeah. despite growing up here. Yeah, she's a Yankee fan, so, you know. Eh. Clearly she hasn't recovered from that bump. What does that have to do with the hot dogs, though? <laughs> when you get a bump, you can't tell the difference. Oh, yeah. for the love of yeah. God. I don't Thank think you. love of God had anything to do with those hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. We have three and a half bites, by the way. I mean, like, is, is one bite I a certain size? Kim Basinger? Hmm. What I want to know is, George, 
what I, thanks for turning me off. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I wanna, George, <laughs> I want to know why you're taking Janice's word and not Laura's word when you take when Laura's here every day with us. Because mm, Laura and you have fallen to the marketing of one of the greatest showmen and entertainers in the history of this town, You've in lost the history your mind. of Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. in mm. uh, in Vin Scully, while Janice. Even while growing up here, still a neutral Yankee party because you guys mm-hmm. claim she's a Yankee fan because it's not like Yankee hot dogs are that good. Um, but, like, she, she thinks it's just a hot dog, just like I do. Thank God. Who I was afraid here? you only were siding on people that agreed with you. But no, you're way more objective than that. Thank God. I mean, God. she grew up here. <laughs> she I'm, grew up here. She didn't fall for the marketing, right? Like. We've had plenty of people that have called that have said the same thing. Look, can we put this to to bed and just say Travis Rogers says okay. it's not a good hot Wait, dog, and we Travis, have to listen to Travis why? here. Why? We do. Is Travis yeah. Rogers, yeah. some why? sort of like uh, a, yes, you know, whatever you're going to say, whatever the end of your sentence is. Yes, Travis is. <laughs> when it comes to food. Travis Rogers' word is the only word that truly matters at this station. Agreed. Because he will eat anything. So when he says, I can't eat it, when Travis Rogers says, I won't finish it, I've been with Travis where Keyshawn has brought in vegan, vegan food. That's how vegan it was. And extra Travis like, vegan. extra Double. vegan. And he's just extra like, put vegan, some ketchup extra, on it and it's extra fine. Extra tasty vegan. <laughs> So when I couldn't finish it, I just slotted it over to Mikey, also known as Travis, and he finished it. So I would say, George and Cap, if you've produced something that Travis Rogers won't finish, it's probably nasty as hell. Okay, well, I, we, we have already set a date for whenever, or not a specific date, but a time frame when we are all back in studio in the fall, and I will do the blind taste test with, with Greg and Laura. I will get three dogs, one of them will be the Farmer John's, and we'll see if they pick the Farmer John out or not. That's All it. Right. You should bring Very in simple. Travis, too. Okay. I mean, Travis is a part of this show, although he did fill in admirably last week, and thank you, Travis and, and Sliwa, for doing that. Uh, but I, my bone to pick is with Greg and Laura. Travis is— your bone to pick was with the hot dog itself? Well, there's right. that, too. Well, I mean, shouldn't you bring it? in the expert? You should. I mean, expert is kind of loose. I mean, it's kind of like in like my cousin Vinny. Um, you know when uh, what's her face? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei was an expert. On Come on, cars. LZ. Give me a little. I mean, Come on, LZ. I mean, she uh, is 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 an expert on cars, sort of, right? But not like classically trained. Can we get a classically trained hot dog chef? A classically trained hot dog chef sounds like a living contradiction. I don't know. I will say that <laughs> I will say trained. that Travis Rogers. I once saw him lick the inside of a potato chip bag. Wait, what? Without tearing Ooh, the bag. Ooh. Sounds like Travis. What? Really? Salt and vinegar? Or what are we talking about here? I don't even know, man. I was caught up in him licking the bag. When you asked me for flavors for the greatest thing bag. about Travis there too is that if he did this on the air, if he talked about this on the air, he would actually pretend like he was licking the inside of the bag as he. Was <laughs> he yeah. So, so Janice has just tweeted, and I've okay. just liked it. Uh, of course, you did. So Greg and Laura, I'm with Sedano. It's a regular hot dog, and the whole stadium was out of ketchup. Oh yeah, she was so mad about. That. <laughs> she went to like different stands. Wait, how do you how do you run out of ketchup? Because they're doing packets. And she went to three different stands asking for ketchup, and everyone's like, we're out in the entire stadium. She goes, 
the hell is wrong with Dodger Stadium? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. You're running I love when it. you don't start off with what. You start off with the hell. Not That's what funny. the, the well, hell. And Gene, listen, that just tells you just how much ketchup is necessary to bring these Dodger dogs to life. Thank you. Oh, I've never good. been to Dodger Stadium and it ran out of ketchup. Well, they also mm-hmm. just got people back in the stands, like for a, like just recently. So right. that probably had I something mean, to do with it. But even still, ketchup on a hot dog is, uh, I mean, if you're a real hot dog connoisseur, that's not really kosher. I want you to know that right now. We're not from Chicago, Cap. That's a Chicago thing. It's no, fine. it's not. It's not yeah. a Chicago thing. Yeah. Hot dogs get mustard, onions, relish, sauerkraut. I don't mind ketchup myself, but I'm just telling you, it's not the primary condiment. Yeah. By the way, Kaplan is definitely back because he's already retweeted and liked Janice's. Uh, <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Retweet and a like. Yeah. How many I retweets did you have over the weekend? Over the how week many, you were gone? How many retweets? Yeah. I don't know. Quite a bit, I guess. I don't know. When I see something I like, I like it. Sometimes I retweet it. More often than not, I do, I think. I actually think we should so get anti? Travis and Slee to actually eat the hot dog together. You're saying like Lady in the Tramp style? You know, like, make every show have their own little taste test. That way you have a more oh, of a no, unified no. I, sort of version. Yeah, I thought you were, like, talking to, like, Lady in the Trip. You know how they're, like, eating the one noodle of spaghetti oh, or whatever? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they, they Alan might end up. up in an accident, man. I just told you Travis <laughs> licks the inside of a potato chip bag. Do you know what he would do to pour a little <laughs> Alan over the rest of that hot dog? <laughs> it's like, like two dogs fighting over a, over a piece of meat, basically. No. It's more like one scared dog, sorry, that it actually walking to the pound looking for food. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I I, right. I felt like that was uh, worth bringing up since Lauda uh, have has a uh, you know had posted it. So I figured we'd discuss it. Look, I, I want to get into the Clippers because they're playing tonight for their life, basically for the season. Uh, I want to touch on that. But we have Bash for Cash coming up here in just a second. And Greg, how much money are we potentially giving away today? We're going to potentially give away twenty two hundred dollars if you get the right guy and the right inning. Now he, here he, here's the thing. Kaplan, while you were gone, LZ and I were kind of um, discussing how, hey, no one's hit this. And we were joking about how the Dodgers uh, haven't uh, really held up their end of the bargain because they've been slumping offensively. So we started thinking, like, who do you who do you take here if you're taking Dodgers? So, LZ, remember, I said, you know, Cody Bellinger is due. Like, he's he's been hurt. Uh, you know, eventually he's got to get going here. He did get going this week, yeah. and unfortunately it wasn't Friday. And no, right. the person also didn't pick. Uh, a Dodger anyway, so there was that. So. It was oh, no, he did. He picked JT, actually, is what he picked. Didn't someone pick Otani, like, seconds after he had already hit and they couldn't pick no, him? Like no, no. we wanted to pick him? We, we wanted to pick – we were saying to pick Otani, you and I. Wow. We're like, you should pick Otani every damn day. And then – because it's a Dodger or an Angel. And then we – by the time we uh, hit the contest, he had just hit a first-inning home run in Tampa, yeah. So, wait, so today it's a total of how much, Greg? $1,100 if you get the right hitter, and yeah. $2,200 if you hit the right hitter and the right inning. Okay, see, I said from the very beginning of this whole contest, you this is going to be really difficult, and I actually did all the math. If no one won and we got to the very end of this promotion, the last day, that person would be playing for like $4,500. And even though a couple people along the way have luckily gotten the right person to hit a home run, it hasn't worked out in the last 10 days or so. So we're up to some serious money here now, 1100 and 2200 bucks. And if nobody gets it today, what's it going to turn in tomorrow? It'll tomorrow. be $1,200 and $2,400. Yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Couldn't do the so, math that quick. Thank you. Right. Yeah, it's okay. Greg's here for that. Uh, but that's the deal. So listen for the cue to call here during this commercial break. And maybe you can win 1100 or $2,200. So we're going to play Bash for Cash on the other side. 
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. We have Franklin Coronado from West Covina. You are today's Bash for Cash contestant. How are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? Excellent, sir. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for tuning in. Cap, tell the man how it works. Franklin, here's the deal, man. You pick a Dodger player to hit a home run and in what inning. If you get the right player, you're going to win 1100 bucks. If you get the right player and the right inning, dude, you're going to win $2,200. But here's the catch. If you don't get it right today, tomorrow somebody's going to play for 1200 bucks and 2400 bucks. Tomorrow is the last day in the month of June that you can win. How about win today? All right, yeah. there you go. You're going to win today. So give us your prediction. All right. Which player from Max the Muncy. Dodgers? Who? Max Muncie. And what inning? Third inning. Max Muncie in the third inning. So Fran- Franklin Coronado, West Covina, goes with Max Muncie in the third inning. Good luck to you, brother, okay? All right, thank you. Yeah, you got to put you on hold real quick. And I'm glad I didn't give up on the Dodgers, unlike my Greg. What? Yeah, I heard that. Make sure to listen tomorrow at 415 and we'll have another Bashford Cash contestant. And special thanks to Owning, bringing safety and simplicity to refinancing your home. Visit Owning.com for more information today. All right, so let's see if Franklin can win. If not, again, tomorrow, 1200 and 2400 if Max Muncy doesn't hit a home run. Uh, not only, Well, I mean, Max Muncy has to hit a home run. And if he hits it in the third inning, then he gets the big prize. But So there you go. Max Muncy, third inning. That's the story. I would have gone so, with Bellinger today. He's been on fire. I mean, you just mentioned it a minute ago, George, but Bellinger just the other day, two home runs, guy just looks like a guy coming out of it, you know? Um, and he was interviewed last night on SportsCenter, and they're like, so what do you think about the, the baseballs and the sticky stuff? And he's like, dude, I was hurt the whole time. I wasn't even a part of it. But, um, yeah, I would have gone with Bellinger today. Okay. That's fair, hindsight. Fair. You know? I mean, yeah. I, I think Greg is contemplating angel players now. What, what, what is this that you're trying to do here, LZ? I'm not understanding. It felt as if you were thinking maybe they had a better chance if they picked an angel. Well, you would have a better chance if you pick an angel if you go. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that has nothing I mean, to do that's with. not, but that's not inaccurate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> if you well, go, that, that's I didn't say that. You know, I didn't add a value to it. You're the one that felt a certain kind of way. Oh. I'm just saying, if you're going to win some of this money, taking Shohei Otani in the first inning is probably the best way to go. I mean, you know. Am I wrong I though? Yes. I'm just wondering, what's next? Pulling for the Clippers tonight? No, oh, don't, don't ever do that. Wow. That's not funny. Wow. I see what you're doing here. I don't like First it, LZ. I'm just, I'm just saying. Wow. I'm just saying. First, it starts with looking. Then you get the number. Next thing you know. You're like, we're playing a game. I'm just trying to win the game. That's all. You know, for every Clipper fan that called this radio station that was all upset over the last couple of weeks once the Lakers were knocked out, and we were all saying things like, well, you know, we're really not rooting for the, the Clippers now. Um, and Ty Lue comes out and says, well, I don't get it. You know, like the Lakers are out, root for us. Uh, I was looking at LakersNation.com. They've got a poll up. Are you rooting for the Clippers? Now, this is a Lakers website. 81% said no. Um, 11% said, what is a Clipper? And 8% said, yeah, yeah, I'm actually rooting now for the Clippers. So 
clearly we were uh, we were not alone in all of this, as most Lakers fans were not choosing. They were not saying, "Hey, Lakers are out. Let's let's give our support to the Clippers." Eighty percent still said no chance. No, of course not. I mean, I don't think anyone in their right mind felt that that was the case. It doesn't mean, though, that you can't show them the respect that they deserve getting to this point. And, uh, you know, look, I, I, I think that I, I don't I don't think they're going to come back and win the series. I didn't pick them in this particular series. I had the Suns in seven. I still think it's possible to go seven. I like the Clippers tonight plus the points. I don't know if they'll actually win the game, but they they have shot the ball poorly. And they were one of the best, if not the best, three-point shooting team in the league this year. Eventually, they're going to ascend to the mean. They still they have one of those games potentially in them. So I, I think it's possible this series comes back to L.A. one more time. But, you know, it's not a given for me. But, look, they deserve some love, okay? They, they've done what they've never done in their franchise's history. Now, it may be meager, LZ, in comparison to the Lakers. But, you know, Rome you know, wasn't built in a day, and you baby steps, you know? I mean, maybe you got to have some feet first before you start stepping, right? Right. Well, they have, they have feet now. They, they, just, they, they just got their feet. Good okay, there you go. No, wait, you know what? To your point, um, the performances of this team this season, you make it to the Final Four, we can sit in a barbershop and get our hairs trimmed up and stuff and talk about how you got there. But as long as you got there, you get to have some love. Final Four. I mean, every team has dealt with injuries or every team with championship aspirations has dealt with injuries and the Clippers are no different and yet they found a way to overcome that. Right. Um, the fact that their owner literally dropped his head when Paul George missed that crucial free throw yeah. in front of him wasn't a good look, but at the but same time... But it was an time, honest thing. It was a natural it? Well, I was going to say, but at the same time, it, it was nice to see an owner care about his Clippers. Which yeah. I don't think we could say that from the previous regime. I, so, I'll say this. I don't even have – oh, for sure, that. There's no question. But, LZ, I'll add to this. I'll add this. I don't even care about the Clippers like that. And when he missed it, I was like, oh, that sucks for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's him and all the stuff he deals with. Like, I was just like, oh, no, not him. Missing again. I actually said again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was like, that again? was my reaction. Oh, no, not again. Because there is a part of me that – because I, I really do get bored, you know, punching down in those situations. It bores me. I'll be honest with it. And there was a part of me that just really wanted him to have a nice moment this postseason like that. He's had you know, a few. Bounce, bounce back. No, no, no. What I mean by that is god-awful moment, terrible moment, cost your team the game essentially, and then have a nice bounce-back moment right back at the same spot where the damage was done at the free-throw line. Right. And instead – we forever have the image of Steve Ballmer immediately dropping his head like, what the hell did I just buy? <laughs> yeah, but it was such a natural reaction. Like, any, like, if you're a hardcore fan of your team and the star player that you're depending on to carry you, especially while your biggest star is sitting in a luxury suite up top, um, when he misses a, a free throw, you, anybody would have that reaction like, oh, come on, are you kidding me? A free throw. Uh, so it was a very natural-looking reaction by Steve Ballmer. But, but the thing is, he's still wearing that big mask over his face, you know, which I still find interesting. Like, I don't know about you guys, but the fact that I don't have to, I mean, I'm not. And yet he still is. 
Uh, you know, well, there's I mean, still some dangerous ish out there. I don't know if you've been paying attention. No, yeah. I know there is, and but I, I don't know about. Then you why guys, are you but, asking if you know what it is? Well, no, but I've been living like it's not. Like, are you guys? Are you still rocking masks everywhere? I mean, indoors, I am sure, not yeah. in my own house, but I'm saying yeah. in like a public space. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I went to an airport. I had to wear one. I did. I was in on an airplane. I did. I had no problem doing that. I mean, if that's what the deal is, then that's fine. But if you're telling me I don't have to, then I'm just not. He is. Big one, and that's, too. That's, it, it's everyone's right to do that. I will yeah. push back on the Paul George uh, thing a little, LZ. Uh, you know, game three, he balled. We talked about it. Um, so he did recover from the missing the free throws in Phoenix. Um, he just then again had another moment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it wasn't for me. It was. It's not about whether or not he was balling because he balled the game. They missed. A, he missed the free throws. He did right. He was incredible so in that not game, about, and then not, the free throws. Yeah, it's right not about happened. balling in general. It's about that moment. You know, the, the moments you don't get to be in the goat conversations. You don't get to be in the legendary conversations. You don't have people saying "Remember when?" because of the first few quarters. You get those moments when either you catch a body, you drop a body, or you come in big time in a crunch time situation. That's how you get your legendary status in basically every sport. No, but you got to do it in, consistently. in basketball. Yeah, and then in order, in order to be considered yeah. an all-time great, you need to have those moments consistently. But yeah. one of the reasons why Robert Ori is always talked about isn't because he's filled with these ridiculous bonkers stats. It's because he would have hit them free throws. It's because when the ball got swung out to Danny Green last season, he would have hit that three-pointer. Lakers would have won in five. It's because in those moments, he shows up. And I wanted Paul George to show up in that moment. And he had a nice game, and he's had great games. But those moments, that specific moment when legend is built, Mm -hmm. seems to keep escaping him. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, he's not a yeah. legend. And the thing is, is you know, it's interesting. You guys just talked about respect because you got to give them respect. Okay, you can ridicule, you can joke, you can say they don't belong, et cetera, et cetera. But you got to give them respect for where they've made it to, and you got to give them respect for the way they're playing, even though they're down in the series when their biggest star is no longer available to them. And by the way, the reports now about Kawhi not, you know, considering the. Clippers medical staff capable enough to take care of him. I mean, those are the reports that are out there. Yeah, but I don't know how how how. And they they may end up being true. But I always say, you know, look at the source. (laughs) I understand. Totally fine. But but there's there's a perceived pattern of behavior here, um, and it just makes me wonder what will ultimately happen to Kawhi. Will he leave the Clippers when this is all done this season, or will he come back to them? just watching his body language, and I'm sure you guys talked about this last week, but him not being on the bench, him choosing to sit up in a luxury suite rather than being down on the Why court. Why do you keep on saying floor. luxury suite? Yeah. What do you? What would you call it? Just a suite. Aren't they all supposed to be luxury? Are there any? Yeah, they're like, luxurious. They're suites. <laughs> are there yes. any like broke I'm, down suites? I'm, I'm, I'm give, no, LG. I'm giving you an. Extra I mean, I, I do here think that of, there are some suites that are just like you know. Who's got like, the broke down suites? I want to know. <laughs> I, I mean, there's some, look. I, I, I having walked around there, you know, a little bit. There's some suites that are more luxurious than others. I will say that. Yeah, and if you don't say luxury in front of suite, then you just, you know, he's just up there in, like, the press box. No, 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 no. He's up there in a luxury suite. He's in a he's luxury got, suite. Right, it's, it's luxurious. I'm just trying yeah. to get your language And I bet down. you his is very luxurious. <laughs> what do you guys make of that, though? Should he be on the bench? I, I don't care that he's there or not. I, that stuff doesn't – I mean, it doesn't bother me, you know. I, I, you know, I, I don't care. Honestly, 
Of course he should be on the bench. Of course he should be on the bench. Agreed. He should be on the bench. He should be helping the coach. He should be Agreed. cheering the guys up. He should be keeping them focused. He should be mm-hmm. t- pointing out things to them that they're not seeing. He should be leading. He's opting to lead in a different way. Well, he's way- uh, Rachel Nichols, by the way, LZ, just to interrupt you for a second, mm-hmm. Rachel Nichols reported during the first da- game that he was doing that, that he's still coming down at halftime and talking to the well, guys. This is what I was just getting ready to say. He's oh. choosing to do it in a different way. But for my money, my superstar should be glued to the team during this historic time for the franchise. Which is why, by the way, just to be fair here for a minute, when LeBron wasn't on the bench for the Lakers Mm -hmm. and everybody said, no, LeBron should be home, he should be getting treatment, that's the best thing he should be doing, I was like, no, I don't really care who it is. LeBron, Kawhi, it could be a nobody. You're on the team, particularly when you're the leader, you should be down there with your guys. That's different. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Because that was just the regular season. I'm talking specifically as they're trying to get to the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history, and you're the face of this franchise at this historic moment, that's what I'm talking about. Um, Whether or not you show up in the middle of the week of a regular season with an injury, I can give or take. But this this is money time. All right, let, let, we could just continue this discussion on the other side. Plus, we've got overrated, underrated coming up in just a second. Uh, so stick around for that. We're going to be back in three minutes and 30 seconds. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you as always, Chris. All right, LZ, you ready for some birthdays? You better not F with me. Uh, you know what? <laughs> hey, it's a new week. You still have your get-out-of-jail-free card. All right. I'm not here for none of your mess, Bergman. No, this is what I do, though. Well, we'll see. I don't know if you'll go how you'll go with this. We'll see. Mel Brooks or John Cusack? Huh. Ooh. I can work with that. Yeah, it's tough, though. Uh, I'm going to say John Cusack is overrated and that Mel Brooks is underrated. So I I would agree, but I feel like it's tough um, because I think John Cusack at one for a very long stretch of time was the king of the rom-com. And, you know, he's also been in other great movies like Eight Men Out, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, I found out that he wasn't so nice. In an, on an ESPN interview many years ago, and it was really disappointing to me because I really love him as an actor. Did he call um, you something inappropriate? Did you do the interview? I he did not. Short, but no, it wasn't even me who did the interview. It's it's uh, it was someone else, oh. Um, oh. and they told me he wasn't nice. How do we know he wasn't having a bad day? Maybe, maybe he, he maybe he was, but I I just heard he wasn't very nice, and I was I was disappointed. And this person is someone I trust. So. See, the thing is, it's it's pretty easy to right away jump to the Mel Brooks is underrated and John Cusack would be overrated but Cusack check me on this he was in all those like early movies like 16 candles like all all that that genre of movie right like wasn't he like one of the the guys who uh, was hanging out with Anthony Michael Hall trying to get a girl's underpants in the in the in the prom does anybody remember John Cusack in that role Vaguely, or, yes. Or say anything, you know. Yeah, say uh, anything with the boombox. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, John Cusack's had a great career. 
So just just for the sake of uh, of going the opposite direction, I'll say Mel Brooks overrated. Because he's had a terrible career. No, he's had a brilliant career as well. Oh, I was just checking. Yeah, but uh, but I have, but I'm not using a get out of free jail card this week. Not yet. I mean, no, it's I didn't too ask early. Me to. I was just early. wondering why you think Mel Brooks sucks. Oh no, no, no! I don't think he sucks. But you know, John Q sucks. I. So is I he overrated or not? Yeah. So there. Listen, <laughs> I don't want to be the same as you two guys all the time. That's okay. But you, your language is full of con- contradictions. Like what? Because you just said John Cusack's all right. Yeah. And I, then you said Mel Brooks had a great career, but then you did. said Cusack had a good career. Real good. Real good. So I can't figure out which one you actually care about and which one you don't. Yeah. So which um, one are you doing? Which one's I'm overrated? Saying, which one's underrated? I'm going Mel Brooks overrated. The one with the great I'm, career. Yeah, great career. Okay. And, and the I'm one with a go, good career is 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 underrated. Got it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. Last night in the Bucks win over the Hawks in Atlanta, Giannis went six of thirteen at the free throw line, mm-hmm. but the Atlanta fans would count down from the second he touched the ball until the second he shot it. They usually got to about thirteen seconds tops. Was this move by the fans overrated or underrated? Uh, overrated because it's been happening since the first round. <laughs> so, I mean, it, they're just falling in line with the Brooklyn fans and the Miami fans and everybody else who's played them, who's tried to bring this up. Um, I actually think it's smart, too, though, um, in this regard. You know, Eric Nem, who's a longtime Bucks beat writer, wrote a story for The Athletic uh, recently, uh, re-highlighting a story he wrote in 2016 about how uh, this was happening in certain arenas to Giannis. And it got in his head. So I, I do think it's it's smart, but it's overrated in the sense that it's not like it's original. They've been doing this for several rounds now. I'm going to go underrated just because I think that it's good to point out that this is taking way too long. Like, come on, let's go. It's like watching Sergio Garcia play golf. LZ, I know you don't watch golf. But it's like watching Sergio Garcia. It's like, come on already, man. Like, you practice eight hours a day. Get up there, get yourself positioned, swing the club and hit the ball. Giannis, come on, get the ball, shoot it. It's a free throw. Let's go, make it move. I think if it works to get under his skin, then great. But if they're trying to draw attention to something and hoping that the rules are applied to their two-time MVP who's on the cusp of going to the NBA Finals, I don't think that's going to work. But if it works in terms of getting under his skin, sure, keep going. Do whatever you can. He's a great player. You have no one that can match up against him, so maybe you can make him match up against himself. All right, next. All right, Cap. So a spectator held up a sign at the Tour de France yesterday that ended up causing a massive, like a massive (laughs) pileup behind it. Total carnage. So the Tour is now suing the spectator. Yeah. Is this move by them overrated or underrated? The move is overrated, and let me explain why. Because, by the way, I love cycling, and I love the Tour de France. And today, there were even more crashes and more carnage. This is the fault of the Tour de France, okay? Listen, there's a Steve Bartman in Chicago who reaches his hand out and interferes with Moises Alou. It it impacts the game. There's a Jeffrey Mayer at Yankee Stadium who reaches over the wall, and it impacts the game. You're talking about a sign that's actually in the field of play that impacts the entire event. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars of bikes are destroyed and crushed right there on the roads, not to mention people's bodies. This is the fault of the Tour de France. Just like golf, back them up. Put them behind a rope. Stop letting the spectators run onto the field 
with the players. This is the fault of the tour. I hadn't thought of that, Kaplan, and I was going to blame the person with the sign for being negligent, but at the end of the day, you're right. If you are having an event, now granted, this is a tough event to um, police, per se, because it goes across an entire region of the country, um, but ultimately, I'm you have swung me. Uh, for the first time, perhaps even in the history of this game, uh, nice. you have swung me, that if you're going to have these events in certain parts of, of France and you're going to have, you have to be responsible for the crowd control. I I'm kind of with you on that. I didn't think about that. So there you go. I will say, uh, overrated and it is, it, it is partially on, on the tour. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm blaming the biker. The person oh. didn't run out in front of him. He put That's, the sign. She put the, the sign out in front of him though. The sign had been there for a minute. He just rolled right into it. But he <laughs> had no choice. What she was didn't his jump choice? in front of it. She didn't be like, ha, ah, gotcha. <laughs> she didn't do that. No. She was just standing there. Yeah. With the sign. Sort of. And I think the sign said in French, and uh, Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the sign says, don't crash here. That's exactly what it said. I Is that really so. what it said? That's fantastic. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the video again. He, he doesn't really have anywhere to go, though. Like, well, there's an entire peloton of packed. Yeah. Right, everyone's packed together. So, there's but, she, not... but you can see she didn't run out there and, like, surprise me or anything. She no, but she stuck for... the sign out into the road area, though. She did stick the sign into the road area because she wanted you to read the sign. I know, but you could have. I could have read the sign and not put it in the road. You still could have just. It's held actually it. shocking this doesn't happen more frequently. Oh, I agree. If, if you yeah. watch the tour, and I realize most people don't, I happen to love watching it. But what's amazing is how many people will run alongside of a cyclist as he's climbing up a mountain. A couple years ago, I was there in France, uh, part of a USA cycling event, and I was at one of the most famous climbs called Alpe d'Huez. And going up that mountain on a bike with people lined on the street, it is dangerous and scary. And I'm kind of surprised it doesn't even happen more often. But you man, know that was crazy, a gnarly man? crash. That you know someone's face ended somewhere they didn't want it to be. Yeah. In that yeah, heap no, of a crash. Yeah. Especially when they don't always use the bathroom in the like, facilities and stuff. <laughs> That's just a rough situation for that person. Yeah, that is fair. That's a fair point. All right. That is uh, overrated, underrated. Oh, By the God, way. You had asparagus last night? Gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, overrated, underrated is over. By the way. We were joking about Bash for Cash, and the gentleman picked Max Muncy in the third inning, and you can play every day at 4.15. You just have to listen to that 4.10 break mm -hmm. for the cue to call. Otani hit another home run in the first inning today. She listened to Greg. Turn your <laughs> back on the Dodgers and root for the Angels. Just for the Bash for Cash. You know, I told you guys this uh, two weeks ago. I said every player should just come on the air and pick Otani, and you guys were like, dude, you're giving it away. What are you talking about? That's the smartest well, thing. Well, nobody's to do. listened to you. You should have done they I, should be listening. I know. Nobody has listened to me. Otani with this home run unofficially has now gotten to 26 and I that would put him in the lead in major all of league major league, league baseball. Yeah. He's tied with um Vladimir Guerrero with, Jr. Yes, Vladdy Vladdy Jr. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I like the Blue Jays even though I I you know, I don't watch a ton of American League baseball anymore cuz it's on too early, but I I would love to watch them more regularly because it's like an entire team of of children of whose fathers I watched play baseball. 
Like, I, they are fun, they are a fun little team because of that. They got Biggio's kid, they got Vlad's kid, they got Bichette's kid who's a, a shortstop. I, they, they're actually kind of fun. I've not Ooh. seen them play other than the highlights, and they aren't they playing in like a minor league ballpark in Buffalo? Yeah, in now? Dunedin, Florida, right? Oh. In their spring oh. training camp. Yeah. Oh, I thought they moved. I thought they moved from Florida to Buffalo. Okay. Oh, maybe you. maybe they did, but they were playing in Florida for a long yeah. stretch. Guys, yeah. you see this new from Chris Haynes? Uh, that Ivica, uh yeah, it was Olm actually who reported it first. Ivica Zubats is out. Yep, he's out for the game. Yeah, MCL. It doesn't look as if the Clippers are going to be able to overcome all of that. All right, let's tackle that on the other side. Let's do that next. Is there some sort of Eddie Vedder or Pearl Jam anniversary I'm not familiar with? Or no, we just played it just to play? Yeah, but but I got to say one thing. Just speaking about Eddie Vedder. Hey, Laura, did you ever get tickets to that concert you wanted to go to at SoFi? Did anybody ever call and get you those tickets? Los Bukis? Yeah, no, Los Bukis. You had to remind me. No, I'm sad. No? No, no. one yet? No one's come mm. up with Los Bukis yet? No, no, I'm trying, man. They're, okay. they're, honestly, I was just going to dish out the $700 for the nose. Oh, no, no, wait. No, we got do time. Do wait like, till no. the last minute. Watch this. Plus I'm gonna prices this, will come down. I'm putting this out in the universe. I've not gone to Eddie Vedder's um, Ohana Fest. Is that what it's called in Orange County at Doheny State Park? Um, I haven't gone. I definitely got to go this year. I don't have any tickets. I don't know if they're sold out or not. They're going to come to me, though, Laura. I'm going to put it out in the universe. I'm going to plant a seed, and they're going to come to me. And so jam that Eddie. Jam Pearl Jam. Although jam Pearl Jam doesn't sound right, does it? Even flow. Go, keep going. I don't know if or I do you not know the rest today. of it? Nah, you, well, it goes like this. <laughs> right, that's what I knew you were going to do. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. Yeah, go ahead. I, I have at, occasionally, I was a bad uh, Catholic at one point in my life. Now you're and, a good Catholic? Uh, and I would I, I would You're mumble some now? songs I would you know that I didn't know even prayers occasionally, um, so I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna rip you for it. Because, Don't worry about uh, it. Music is a lot easier to do that too, but yeah. I certainly used to do that a lot in church. Hey, listen, uh, it's so. it's a lot harder to be Jewish, by the way, when they teach you Hebrew. Okay, but right. they don't teach you what anything means. They just teach you the prayers in Hebrew, so you know how to read it. You just right. don't know what it's saying. So then ah. when, you, when you don't know what it's saying, like when you can't read it that fast, that's when you just go like this. And then everybody just thinks you know what you're talking about when you really don't. By the way, well, that's first... absolutely true. I did that for my bar mitzvah. I have no idea what I said. I memorized the. I memorized everything. I do not have any my clue friends. of the words that I said. Right. My if friends, you... my friends, my friends. Yes, Elsie. I have to get this pen out and burst your bubble just a hair mm -hmm. okay because everybody does that yeah mumbles at church true Not whatever their place of worship is but, yeah. <laughs> but you understand mumbles. the words everyone every we are looking at english and we'll mumble right. <laughs> there's I, a whole I, genre I, of rap that's mumble now <laughs> i would double dog dare you to grab some arbitrary black person walk down the street and try and get the second verse of we shall overcome out of them <laughs> that's an excellent point that is an excellent point we got that first one down. You whip out that second verse. You hear, hate racism. Yeah, there you go. So it's the same thing. <laughs> okay, fair we enough. We all do it. I mean, I'm telling yeah. you right now, if you put a bunch of Hebrew in front of me right now and you said, read this, I'd read it to you. And then you'd say to me, what does that mean? And I'd say, I have no idea. Zero. And you Zip. think we know what a semen of Makasa means? I'm a say, mama say, mama kusa. Mama say, mama say, mama kusa. It sounds good, though. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah. Wait, we don't it, know. Is there a real definition of it, though? Hell if I know. <laughs> 
I used to think before this river becomes an ocean, well, slip, slip, sliver, I'm in motion. That's from George Michael's faith, by the way. Got right, it, right, right. got yeah. it. And there's a whole bunch of lyrics like that. So we all do it. Last week, by the bad. way, LZ. You by were- the way, Michael also in that song also said you're a vegetable. <laughs> For some reason. Yes, and repeated it multiple times, actually. And so did I. Hey, lady. Yeah. Actually, yeah. And you're just a buffet. A over it. Yes. Remember that? And yeah. guess what, guys? He was wrong. Turns out I'm a fruit. Brunching, that Britain joke was all yours. <laughs> mama say, mama oh. sama, makusa would work out, Greg, if you went, mama say, mama samu, makusa, mama khasusa. You just throw in a little huh, and everybody thinks you know what you're doing. There it's, you go. It's absolutely there right. There are 16, 16 mama say, mama sama, makusas in a row. If anyone knows the definition of that phrase, I would really like to know. Mm-hmm. There's an article that says one possible translation of makusa means dance in the Cameroonian language of Douala. That's, that's, that's what I was going to say, I mean, based on my own knowledge, but I just chose not to say that. Okay. That's there, what I was going to say. So I, I, I will I, – I, that's interesting, Greg. I will see what we find here. Um, I, I will do a deep dive on this and try to figure out where we're at on that. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. speaking of deep dives, Ivica Zubat's out for game five with a knee injury. Look, I feel bad for Zoo, man. Zoo was balling in, in this series, LZ. Like, I, I know Aiton's getting a lot of love, but Zoo was giving you 12, 13 and 12 in this Zoo series. Zoo is the reason so why there's still a series, man. Yeah, he was Zoo incredible is, defensively. Zoo and yeah. Reggie Jackson are the two reasons why we're still here. Not trying to take anything away from Paul George, but those two players in particular have stepped up in a huge way to cover up what they are missing from Kawhi from a production standpoint. Mm-hmm. And now without Big Z, um, anybody want to say it's over now? For, I don't think DeAndre is going to go for Fiddy, but I would be surprised if he doesn't at least give you another twenty twenty game. Yeah, this injury, this news—is it—is it? Can you think it's over? Over like? You ready to declare it over, or are you ready to say, no, no, no. I mean, still give the Clippers their shot tonight. I mean, even though it's Phoenix and it's going to go absolutely berserk, and they're they're right on the verge of doing something they haven't done since, like, the early 90s. I, re- I saw today. Yeah. if I'm willing to say a Chris Paul team in the postseason has got this wrapped up. Yep, Is that what, what you're asking, asking me? Exactly. I mean, he told Rachel Nichols, I don't want to hear nothing about no 3-1. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he did. Seriously. That's true. <clears throat> so, I know, no, but- I don't think the series is over. Ty Lue has to adjust to the adjustment. Right. And the Phoenix Suns have been really fortunate in the sense that they have faced a lot of teams with injuries, but they're dealing with injuries now too. Devin ain't got no nose. We don't yeah. know what's up with old dude's shoulder or Chris Paul's shoulder. People are falling apart, man. I mean, campaign dipped in and dipped out. Like, it's 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 like it's like, you know. Who gets across the finish line with the most able bodies championship yeah, it, this year? It, it, legitimately yeah. a battle of attrition, right? Like, yes. you know, and the NFL is generally like that. Uh, we've rarely seen it like this in the NBA, though. But it is interesting because now you got the new blood. You have different teams in there. Um, the ratings haven't been hurt, LZ. Like, the numbers are, are somewhat similar to 2019. Um, I, I, it's, it's working out, you know? And I think the Chris Paul factor. He's on every State Farm commercial. I mean, even my kid, my seven-year-old, um, used to run around the house whenever that commercial would pop up, and she'd say, I'm the new Chris Paul with Alfonso Ribeiro, like, back in the day. Like, 
it, it just he's he's a thing like it's he's popular. I, I think there's also like this the thing where people are genuinely curious as to the outcome of this season because it's yes. the first one we've had in a while without Steph or LeBron being in the finals. Right, right. It's been right. a decade without yeah. either Steph or LeBron. Right, right. You'd go, yeah. It's been insane. Like it's been a long, long time. By the way, Greg was right. Greg, did I have this correct? That Mama say Mama sa Makusa. What it actually meant. One possible translation was Makusa means dance in the. Uh, the Cameroonian language of Douala. Is that what you said? Yep. Those were the exact words. Okay. So there's a uh, precursor to that story though. (laughs) Um, No, not that you're wrong. It just, I I found the, the Genesis of, uh, so apparently LZ and Cap and Greg and Laura, there was a 75 year old Cameroonian musician called Manu Dibango who sued both the Michael Jackson estate and Rihanna for the use of the line. Mama say Rihanna too. Yeah, for the line of Mama Say Mama Say Mamakusa, which was first made popular in Dibango's 1972 Afro-funk classic, Soul Makasa. So I don't know what the update on that was, because this is from mm. 20, this is two years ago, uh, but uh, Greg was right, but there was more, even more of a backstory to it. So there you go. Hmm. We got this in from a Twitterer. Looks like it's me, ID, night, ER, It's complicated, dog. You know, right, right. Go ahead. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah. When I was young, I used to think the song I'm a Soul Man said, I am so mad. I am so mad. Yeah, but the music is so happy. Why would you think you're so mad? Like, I don't understand. It's such an upbeat song. But here's the kicker. And this person also thought Tiny Dancers actually said, hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> I believed that for a long time. Yeah. He said Tony. No Danza. way. Yes, I, it sounds like Tony Danza. <laughs> I'll give you so one. Tony Danza. Well, you think Elton John just—he wasn't going to come out until Tony Danza came into the picture. Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah. Was Tony Danza <laughs> even around? Like he was, a ta- was he on Taxi Tony by then? Or no? Oh yeah, for sure. he was on Taxi for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll okay. give you one. You guys know the song uh, "Rock the Casbah" by the Yeah. Clash? Yeah. My mother used my mother didn't know what Casbah meant, which, you know, I didn't know what it meant when I heard the song either, which I'm not even sure I know what it means now. But she thought the song said, rock the cow's balls. So my mom would like, like, she, like we'd be in the car and she'd be like, rock the cow's balls, rock the cow's and balls. She'd be jamming to it. Yeah. All right. And I'm like, Ma, I don't know if that's really the right word, but it kind of sounds like it a little, yeah. you know? So, so, Greg, we have a caller you said on the line. That no, 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 no. I was saying tease. When we oh, take calls. you want me to tease? Oh, sure. Yeah. What song have you totally botched? Uh, that you, <laughs> basically, what songs have you totally botched? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, we'll be back in a minute and 40 seconds, plus what you need to know. Back in a moment here on 710-ESPN. 